Hi everybody, welcome back to Big Brain Talk. Kurt, do you have a big brain today? Just tell me. How does it feel? You, you know. And I think that's all the response we needed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay, Kurt, I'm starting things off a little different today. I'm going to ask you questions. And since we've known each other a long time, theoretically, you should be able to answer them. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. When's my birthday? No, no, no. I'm yeah, asking yeah, a question. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking oh, a right. question. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll listen. Let's see if I know. When is my birthday? Day before 9-11. Easy. Kurt, too soon. Can't just mention it okay, fine. nonchalantly the, like that. Okay, the day after September 9th. Okay, thanks. Do I suffer from allergies? Yes. Okay, correct. What's my favorite musical genre? I feel like you're tricking me here. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have one. Liar. <laughs> I guess my most played pl uh, playlist, my music replay playlist says Mariachi, but I don't know. Um, okay. Um, what's my so so social security? Six one three five six four nine nine eight. <laughs> I'll beep this out. We actually got the first two right. <laughs> I know. I know. It's six one. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't let people know that. <laughs> um, what is what designer item would I love to own? Gucci jacket. I don't have one that I'd like to. Own. <laughs> You're full of shit. <laughs> well, you know I love uh, okay, okay, electronics and, and technology okay. over clothing. An Apple, an Apple jacket. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Um, let's see. What's my dream car? Right now? Yeah. Do, 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 do. Tesla Model X. That'd be pretty cool. But just generally, I just want a good electric car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. That, that wasn't a sexy response. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what are my favorite pizza toppings? Pepperoni and sausage. Ew. <laughs> no. Well, you got one of them, right? Pepperoni. Yeah, pepperoni pineapple. And onion. No, mushrooms. Ah. Those three are my favorite. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, mm, okay, that's it. Um, and you don't get to ask me questions. Sorry. Anyways, how are you, buddy? Good. It's been about a month since we've talked, but it's been a long, eventful month. Let's do tell, buddy. Do tell. Let's go from bad to good. Um, tell us about your life-saving surgery. So, there I was, on life support, on the brink of death. I was saying my goodbyes. I was getting my affairs in order. Huh? <laughs> I felt my life force slowly draining from me. And I told Kurt, I regret our friendship. <laughs> 
and to this day we're, we're still uh, ironing out the kinks and, and whatnot because i ended up living but um yeah it was fine it was minor surgery i had a cyst on the back of my head so i just got it removed and drained and i had to get a surgical staple on it and then i had to go back and get it removed and all this was in mexico because i don't, currently don't have a job and so of course anything out of pocket medical costs here in america it's crazy expensive and costs add up super super quick so that's not something i wanted to deal with so yeah that's what it, what's been going on with me all right <laughs> nice <laughs> straight to the point something That's... i should learn from yeah yeah so kurt why don't you like answering uh, very random but why didn't why don't you like answering questions with a yes or no i see that you like dyson okay now you're just doing it on purpose <laughs> but why there's a few reasons do tell why answer when you can go on tangents and then find out something else you want to talk about and talk about that and then go back But yeah, what what's new with you, buddy? Oh, you said we're gonna go back from bad to good. Yeah, I'm trying. Bad happened to you? I'm just stalling to. I'm just stalling to remember what happened in the past month. That wasn't even past month. We haven't talked about the two weeks before your cyst thing. So the two weeks before that, Valentine's Day, and then what else happened? Well, I do have something I want to talk about. And I think enough time has passed and he barely remembers what happened. So mm-hmm. I th- if anything, this will be an elucidating, uh, informative experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Maybe three weekends ago, a month ago at this point? We had a gig in Rialto. We had a great time. But some of us had too good of a time. Uh. So backstory, of course, people that know us, we're from Orange County. We're in the Mariachi. We do gigs in Orange County. Very rarely do we go far. And when we do, it's like, you know, we try to make it worth worth our while. And this weekend, it was raining. So we're like, shit, we got a carpool, guys. Like, you know, let's just be smart about this. So Kurt um, asks his dad uh, so we can carpool in his SUV. And so Kurt is able to take it. <laughs> and so that night, we do the Rialto gig. It, it's great. But... Some of us had a lot to drink. Drink, uh, we we were taking shots. And surprisingly, one of us, um, I don't know if we should name, I mean, I don't think it really matters. Our friend, Al Beep, um, he 
got really drunk and he threw up in your dad's car. <laughs> and it's funny because the next day he, he didn't know. You just sent like a, an update picture of you cleaning your, your car, your dad's car. And he's like, wait, I got it inside there too. <laughs> yeah. I, freaking beep. It is <laughs> this dude. Bro, we were tripping out because, I mean, yeah, obviously like, I know like, Maybe because it was just like, I don't know, the vibes to keep it warm or something. But everyone was taking a good amount of shots that day. Like Alex, like you. Even the people that drove themselves uh, oh, yeah. to other people that helped us out. <laughs> they uh, they drank a little too much. Um, who helped us out again? Ivan like, and Rene. Yeah. Like everyone was. I mean, beep and beep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone was pretty lit. Um, but like usually we do have lit games where people are lit and the night ends fine. Like we're all laughing and stuff. But um, it's like for the most part, most of us can hold our liquor, except for me, the one instance, and now Alexis, two instances. This is the second one. Which <laughs> to is, be fair, there, there's been a lot of time in between the first and second instance. But it's funny because, I mean, beep. He's. <laughs> He's the so-called tank. He drinks a lot and nothing gets to him because apparently that was his personality for four years, just drinking. So I'm just like, huh, maybe he's fine. It's like a sort of self-proclaimed, but that's what his nickname. And for the reference, he's a UCSB student. And so, again, party school and a lot of drinking. And, yeah, he would reference him to himself as El Tanque. But then... I mean, I don't. I think he should also reference himself as. Uh, I don't know how you say incoherent in Spanish because once he drinks too much, this fool makes absolutely no sense. Like he, like I think he's joking. Like I don't think I don't know if you remember, but that night I thought he was he was so gone that I thought he was joking. Like I thought he was being stupid because he kept asking, "We have to go get the payment. We have to get the payment." I'm just like, "We already got it." Like we're all laughing. And then he says it again to Ivan. Ivan just like. Yo, bro, like, we got it already. <laughs> and then he's just like, no, no, we have to go back. We have to go back. And I'm like, bro, chill. Like, you're you're being serious. He's like, we're going to go back. Let's go back. I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't remember that. And I'm just like, oh, he's being for real. Like, he's actually being stupid for real. Like, I'm just like, huh? In my experience, when I'm pretty sober and I notice that he's drunk, I don't think I've really ever seen him act that way. I think when he's a good buzzed or not so shit faced. He he does a pretty good job of like trying to slow himself down and sound coherent. Yeah. No, so he, I think the fact that he was acting that way, I think that should have been their first like that should have been like, right, of like oh like, shit, he is gone. Like, he's gone. gone. Like let's let's wait. Like now for reference, we know like oh, okay, he's making no sense. Let's stand outside, you know. But I was just like, damn, he's being for real. So the first thing I did was just take the money because I realized. I don't know why, like, my sober ass was standing there watching, and I'm just like, wait, give me the fucking money. Everyone Everybody's here is <laughs> counting or counting. I'm just like, bro, <laughs> no one's making, like, complete sense. I'm just like, give me the money. Like, then he's just like, oh, we have to go back in. I'm just like, we got it. Like, chill. Then he eventually went inside the car. <laughs> and, yeah, the first five minutes, I, I didn't even know what was happening because I was focusing, like, oh, it's still raining, like, time to go home. From my perspective, what I remember is we were on our way home. We were still driving through the streets to get on the freeway. And 
I don't remember what gave it away to me. I just looked back, I think, just to check in on Alex and Alexis because I was sitting in the passenger seat up front with Kurt. And I just looked back. Alexis's window was down. And I look at him, and I just see a bunch of shit on his suit. And in my still very drunken state, I'm like, Kurt, this, something happened. I don't think it's water with Alexis. Something happened. <laughs> I forgot what I said, but essentially, <laughs> in my <laughs> state, I was trying to be like, uh, Lex has something on his suit and it doesn't look like water. <laughs> and then and I think that's when you're just like, I think we have to stop. And I'm just like, and then I kind of heard slightly him throwing up. And I'm just like, I'm going to pull over right here. And then next thing you know, we get to the Chevron gas station, barely five minutes out, barely five. And mind you, it is still pouring. Yes, yeah, it's, it's raining this whole time. No, and then it's so funny because obviously you guys are focused on the back, but before I even look back, I parked, and then a guy at the gas station had a giant stick. I'm just like, bruh. Oh fuck, <laughs> I don't remember that. I'm just—he literally held a giant stick. I'm just like. Oh, come on. Why are we at the crackhead gas station? But I'm just like, whatever. I look behind. I'm just like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think back on it. <laughs> the only plastic bag we had to give him was the one where we... Food. You, food. And he had he had already put his jacket in there because it was full of vomit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was the only other one he, he, he could keep using to keep throwing up. <laughs> and so he just kept throwing up in the bag with food and his jacket felt bad. <laughs> Bro, do you remember he? Well, at least no, I don't. He said he wanted to throw away his shirt, which he did. He threw mm. away his white shirt, but then he grabbed his jacket and he's like, "I want to throw this away too." I'm like, "No, like <laughs> you're not gonna throw away everything." He's like, "It's so," and then that's when he was like, "It's so gross. I want to throw it away. I'm cold." <laughs> and then he started. I was just like, "Bruh." Then he started acting. Yeah, I'm just like, "Oh, dad, this dude's gone because he doesn't act like this." And then I remember every time. Oops. Christy's calling. You want to answer? Mm. Hello? I am recording. Haha. Ha. Well, now she... Now she will... Uh, no, she's... She called me at 11.17 on March 15th. Wanted to rant, but it's okay. We will hear the rant... Soonly, soon after. Which okay. means she had an eventful day. You think it's probably work-related, right? Probably work-related. But we'll hear from it afterwards. Okay, okay. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Going back to Alexis. Every time he tried to throw up in the trash can, the first thing he said was i'm cold i'm cold I do and he's starting to run back to the car I'm like no get out he's like i'm too cold i'm like uh, bro <laughs> this dude's fixating on that it's cold and i started laughing i'm just like <sighs> that was definitely an eventful night yeah i just did your dad ever find out no that's good hopefully he doesn't listen to this i don't think he all <laughs> right <laughs> he's gonna listen and be like what <laughs> he's gonna be like coy he's gonna be coy <laughs> what happened you're never taking this car again it's funny though because yeah my, it's my dad's car but my mom takes it to work oh every day oh so i also wanted to make sure it was super clean because uh, i don't want her to freaking smell it's funny because we bought a air freshener 
Yeah. It's like one of those refresh laundry smell. Yeah. It did the job, but now the car smells too much of the fragrance. Like, it's really strong. It's nauseating. But I'd rather have that than freaking vomit smell. Well, without it, does it still smell like vomit, or were you able to get it out? Well, after I clean everything, I literally smelled everything, like, smelled everything to make sure I didn't miss anything. It doesn't smell like it. didn't smell like it. I think... I think I'm glad that we had wipes and stuff to like clean what we immediately could yeah. and like have that chemical or whatever touch kind of so neutralizing there. Because yeah. I feel like if it, we just had paper towels and clean it, bro, the smell would have would have been horrible the bro, next morning. Yep, but nice. yeah, that was an eventful. That I forgot. I didn't forget about that, but that was one of the most eventful things that happened mm-hmm. in the last month or so i'd say and that was how long ago that was almost one two two and a half weeks ago damn well i just want to bring that up and uh, uh yeah just no a uh, beep we, we we uh even though it seems like we were clowning on you we we love you we, re- we respect you and then we were laughing with you not at you valentine's day was fun right we, we yeah, you're yeah, asking like we spent it together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying Valentine's Day was a uh, uh, fun because we had to revolve it around a unreliable restaurant, right? Should we oh. name them? Should we beat them or should we name them? They're not gonna listen to this, so nah. Okay, first of all, let me let me just show you. But you, but you mentioned their name just in case uh, something happens. I throw you under the bus, okay? Well, let's just expose them, okay? <laughs> If you look, if you go on the Michelin Guide, are you aware of this? They're on the Michelin Guide? Let me check if they're still on there. Search this area. Right here. Todos Santos being on the Michelin Guide. They don't have an award. It's just they're on the Michelin Guide. For being on the Michelin Guide and the way they run the restaurant and their food is like, eh, very disappointing. (laughs) Like, very disappointing. I mean, I think that in end of itself is a kind of critique or commentary on the Michelin yeah. award system Obviously in general. It has nothing to do with that. But uh, like, I just real quick, quick tangent. I remember seeing some kind of breakdown or explainer of, as a whole, the Michelin Guide, Michelin stars are, as a whole, awarded more to western european leaning restaurants Mm -hmm. even in predominantly like uh foreign countries like they award more stars to like let's say a latin country they award more stars to like french uh like just for lack of a better word white restaurants Mm -hmm. white food american food restaurants Mm -hmm. so i think maybe that's why they're on the michelin guide because I think what Todos Santos does well is cater to their audience, which is RSM, or for people don't know, don't know. I think they have a heavier uh, Caucasian. Yeah, you can you can also population. See, you can see that on their menu. Some of their stuff is like catered more towards the white people, mm. which then is also a problem in itself that they chose a Mexican restaurant that now knowing that it's owned by half. Mexican half white people, so it's not really a Mexican. Like, yeah, it's a Mexican restaurant, but it's owned by a white person too. So it's also kind of like 
Yeah. Like, of course, it was awarded to a white-owned Mexican restaurant, you know? Yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll try to spark notes this. So their group had a gig on... Uh, it was supposed to be for uh, Valentine's Day, and that's yeah. a whole story in the end of itself. That mm-hmm. We were supposed to do Valentine's Day three hours. Um like I had met made plans with Gabby around this. I had done the reservations later that night. She was gonna come and watch us play. Mm-hmm. And so was Andrea. Andres' girlfriend. And then the owner calls George, the one who got the gig, and I was like, Hey man, no we don't have that many reservations. I'm kinda worried about people not showing up. So you know, I'm a man of my word if you guys want to show up. I'll still pay, but I'd really like for you guys to do Sunday instead. On top of that, he also added in, like, yeah, the marketing team didn't really post about it. Like, all these backhanded, like, comments to, like... It it was excuses. Yeah, excuses. They were excuses. And we all... The group begrudgingly was like, yeah, Sunday's fine. We'll make that work. And I'm like, sorry, guys, I can't make it. So I didn't end up going. And so fast forward, the group does the gig. And then... Like, the next weekend, I'm like, oh, so how did you guys get paid? <laughs> like, I think we had, like, an early Sunday morning gig, the one where Saul and Teddy helped out. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh, so uh-huh. did you guys what? Did you guys end up getting paid already or how they pay? <laughs> and you're like, I think Alex or somebody was like, was like we haven't gotten paid yet. <laughs> and then little did I know this was going to ho- develop into a whole problem of when and how was the group getting paid. And it became a problem because Todos Santos wanted a w-2 form but they weren't willing to give like uh to add on like our original rate for our tax purposes Mm -hmm. they 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 didn't want to do that and it was like this whole back and forth of well like we we were like we were just trying to figure out the payment and so fast forward again andres and kurt were gonna go to the restaurant meet with the owner and just to sort this whole thing out and so, Kurt, enlighten us. What happened that day? We've set the scene. Me. Kurt is currently driving to I'm the restaurant. I'm currently driving to RSM. Um, this is driving, too. He's a little late. And apparently, well, according to George, Dan, Danny, the guy, was like, he said he was going to be there. And lo and behold, we get there. We walk in. We talk to the guy in front. And he's just like, oh, Danny doesn't go in today. He never goes in today. Maybe he'll go in later. And we're just like, what do you mean? Like he said he was going to be here. He's like, oh, let me get a hold of him. Like, But he, you, he, you guys can come in tomorrow. And we're just like, I mean, I just look at Andres and we're just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> we have his phone number. Let's go outside and call him, which we did go out and do. Did not answer at all for a while until George had to call his wife, who works there as well. And then she's just like, oh, yeah. Like, can't come in we have to do this for the restaurant because apparently they had to get something for the restaurant because they're broke excuse bullshit to me i don't think that was they just bullshitted something so yeah we just kind of talked and then just look at each other like wow we really just drove here for no reason you guys got stood up <laughs> stood up and i'm like bruh so obviously andres wanted to still figure it out so he i couldn't go the next day but he went the next day with George, and thankfully the guy gave in and paid us the amount he was supposed to pay us. Yeah. So for context again, 
Kurt lives in San Juan. Andres yep. lives in Costa Mesa. The mm-hmm. restaurant is in RSM, Rancho Santa Margarita. That is approximately, at the time you guys drove, I'm assuming 30 minutes or more. Same for Andres, probably more. He had to take the toll. And George had confirmed with the owner, Danny, like, yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll meet this day, the day that Kurt and Andres went. And he still wasn't there. He didn't give George a heads up like, I won't be able to make it today. They showed up, and they had to get a hold of him. <laughs> and, yeah, that's when he had the excuse of, oh, yeah, we, we like, the wife gave the, gave the excuse. I forgot that. So it's, like, completely not respecting Kurt and Andres' time. Like, that's time out of their day, out of the weekday. Like, yeah, that was that was BS. A lot of BS. A lot of BS. Apparently, we're... Well, because of them, we hard-changed our contract, like, to make it stricter. Yeah. For restaurants, we're doing, like, we're making them pay higher deposits. For regular clients, we're now making them pay, like, lower deposits, but deposits by the hour. Yeah. So... I thought about it. We played in Rialto, and that was like what x amount of out x amount of money, and the deposit was only two hundred bucks. And if you think about that, I'm just like, bruh, two hundred bucks divided by that, that was barely like what six percent. Mm-hmm. And if they cancel, we get six percent that day for driving out there. You know what I mean? So after that, we're just like, yeah, let's hard change the contracts, hard change the price, and set the boundaries because we don't need to run to that again. All in all, this has been silver lining. This has been a very good learning experience. Yes. Although a frustrating experience. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's something that's happened uh, mutually to the both of us. Matcha caffeine break. I mean, it doesn't happen to us often at all. But we have had problems this year and this year past from, like, getting uh, oh payment i forgot about that gig with uh george's gig okay do we want to talk about that one real quick yes let's let's briefly go through it you want to give uh rundown the rundown okay rundown we play for these guys at um in san juan san juan valle road down the street from my house and we play but we get there and we have how many musicians Six. six uh we had the full group that day but George had like a family emergency and he couldn't do the, that last one. Yeah. So we go there, we play. They're asking for these songs. And a real a quick tangent again. It's like for people that don't know the, the nature of a mariachi gig is you ask like the mariachi nine out of ten times has their own repertoire. But you you can ask for songs. Ask songs and hopefully the, the mariachi knows it. And if they do know it, great. And if they don't know it, it's like, you know, that's a bummer. And the client is entitled to feel dis- disappointed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because, you know, you're, you're getting, you're paying money, but they don't know the song. You know, it's like, okay, understandably, you know, you can get disappointed. But my pet peeve as a musician is it's like, like, you know, we, we know a lot of songs and we're good at the songs we play. But if they ask for a song and then like maybe the first or second song that we don't know they immediately make this backhanded comment of like, man, like what songs do you guys know then? Like, or like, man, they don't know that one too. Like, 
what, what songs do these guys know? Like, just something like that, where it's very backhanded, very condescending. That's a pet peeve of mine. And those are the types of comments they were making at this gig. <laughs> Coming from the birthday girl girl herself. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, you go ahead, give it a hard time. They'll play the songs and they'll enjoy it. Like, they seem like they enjoy it. They're dancing. Yeah. And I think for the rest of it, yeah, they kept bringing up that one song. I forgot what it was. We ended up ignoring it and, like, just did dance songs. And, like, they vibed to it, you know. And then, um what we thought was going to be a good ending ended up in um the guy the husband right yeah saying like oh, george promised me this many musicians and like why wasn't this person here like oh like this rate this and that he's like um like basically i wasn't there but it was who was it alexis alexis, alexis and andres, andres. essentially about. they were uh, lecturing them the client was the lecturing client was us. Lecturing them. And keep in mind, this dude is like, he's he's had stuff to drink. He had, he had drinks. Yeah. So it was probably like 12, 15 minutes because we were at their car just like, bruh, like, what are they talking about? This was a cold night. It was freezing. <laughs> yeah. And just by telling from Andres' stance and Alexis' stance, I can, I, mean, I can already tell they're just trying to listen to this guy. But yeah, lo and behold, he did not. He did not budge. He wanted a discount, and he was not willing to pay. Our agreed rate. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was fun. That was, yeah. And Andres was very mad. Alexis was bothered. But obviously, they had to give in just to, like, get out, you know. But I guess we have their contact. Apparently, we want to blacklist them. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't mind. I don't want to deal with that again. And, um... Yeah, that's also that's Learning two incidents experience. in one month, and that's enough to do a stricter contract. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just that; like in the back of my mind, I always wanted a stricter contract, especially with like universities and stuff. Yeah, and like I don't know, they have money to pay you. You know, like part of me is just like, man, we should have like stricter. If they have such a strict, like you have to fill out all these forms, like yeah, we'll have a strict contract too. You know, like. Oh, and like the past year, we've not had problems, but they like to send checks, which I feel, you know, if if they expect us to fill out stuff over email in time, they shouldn't be lagging three, four weeks to send a check. I don't think that's fair. It's not. It's really not fair because I'm just like, yeah, it's a university. Yeah, they're busy, but I'm just like. No, they're not. Like, I, I, you know what goes on in universities. Like, they have a backlog kind of sits on somebody's desk they could prioritize it but they choose not to yeah i mean i've worked in an office <laughs> it's kind of the way things go in an office it's like there's, yeah. there's just a backlog there's a to-do list and yeah so yep that's and that's why we're i'm glad we're i'm glad this year with the contract and then also us like rehearsing and playing more like i think this year is hopefully the year we're more strict as a group Mm-hmm. We get better over time, like exactly. better because we were at a slump for a while. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, so like we were at a slump, you know. So I'm glad that it's more serious, and yeah, makes mm-hmm. our lives. You stress about that less, you know. Exactly. Well, we hope we uh, haven't been coming off as too much ranting, but I think all of this did need to be said. 
Um, it's fun to rant. I mean, sometimes you see a podcast episode of someone all rant, and they just they put a so they put a topic, and then they just end up ranting about something like last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what what the fuck was I gonna say? Oh, um, remember. So Kurt, Kurt, buddy, buddy Kurt. Our photo challenge, our three sixty five challenge. We are almost at day two hundred. How do you feel about that? Well, we've been slacking a little bit <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> so, oh, oh, okay. Well, actually, what what happened? So you had your thing. So for reference, I've been again. I had my little minor surgery, and I've been going to Mexico for that, mm-hmm. and I've been out of town, and I still had service over there. But again, I'm just like, oh, I'll just post for the challenge when I mm-hmm. get back. Mm-hmm. And so when I would get back, I just make one post for like multiple days. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed you were doing the same thing. <laughs> well, funny enough that, yeah, the week, the week that you, after the first week, that week, I got a stomach bug. Christy oh, got a yeah. stomach bug and then I got a stomach bug. Wait, yeah, I remember you sending the Snapchat. What was that from? Well, what'd you eat? What the oh, bo- Christy what the apparently... Said it was, I guess a stomach bug can be contagious. Ew, you two kissed? Ew. But Gross. apparently, so she, we had, what did we have? She had a salad, but then we also had um, A's burgers, zucchini fries. Oh. And I forgot what else, but essentially it was a Tuesday night and then Chrissy didn't feel well and then she just had the urge to throw up. Oh. And then eventually her stomach just hurt, and I guess throughout the night she just had the urge to throw up, Aww. and she just didn't feel well to the point where she had to take the next day off, yeah. which she usually doesn't do, you know? But yeah, she was like basically bedridden and fever, this and that. I'm like, damn. And I mean, I'm just like, oh, it's not, it's definitely not COVID. It's definitely like, hopefully not the flu either, but I'm just like, oh, it's a stomach bug. And then the next few days she took it off like i was taking care of her and she's like oh be careful like it can be contagious i'm like i'm kurt like <laughs> <laughs> i don't get sick like, when i got covid i would i didn't get covid i had i got i was positive but i didn't have the symptoms like everyone which everyone said a big fuck you too <laughs> you know <laughs> like i didn't experience like yeah i felt sick but i didn't experience like what everyone else experienced but i'm just like you know what i'm kurt like i i have a tank tank build <laughs> i'm just laughing because i know we know he got sick <laughs> that friday morning i'm just like damn my stomach kind of hurts <laughs> and then next thing you know my knees feel weak and then everything starts feeling weak i lay down just like oh shit i don't feel well and then i just did not feel well i had to keep going to the restroom and then i started to feel weak i'm just like I think I don't feel well. And Christy was barely getting better. She's like, oh, shit. Nah. And then I'm just like, oh. so I didn't feel well. But I pushed through. Like, I had a slight fever, but I pushed through that day. Like, I slept, ate what I could. Because the next day, yeah, I, gigs. I had gigs, and Daniel was also going to be gone again. Yeah. I'm like, I'm the only violin. I can't bail. Like, maybe we could have found someone, but I'm like, I don't want to bail either. You're like, I, we barely have gigs. I don't want to bail. So I tried my best to just get better overnight, which thankfully the next day I did feel much better. That's good. It was very nice. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah, the whole point of this was. And then after that, I started to get lazy with the photos. 
and then I like missed two days. And then, then a week after that, well, this past weekend, I sold my lens, and then mm. I also found lenses. I also sound found out one of my lenses was broken. Wah, so, wah, wah. so in my it was not connected to my camera. So in my head, I'm just like, I don't want to take a picture today. Like I just didn't feel like taking a picture. I was like, damn, it's broken, and I don't have my other lens. So then I missed two days, and then and I also missed yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I missed. What did I miss yesterday for? What did I do yesterday? Clearly not something important if you can't remember. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think I did anything important yesterday. What did I do yesterday? I didn't do anything yesterday. I don't remember. Yeah, I missed today. I mean yesterday. So yeah. <laughs> are you are you thinking of missing today too or what? <laughs> He says as he turns his camera. <laughs> um, and then going back to the original question, how do I feel about the challenge? Um, I feel like, well, I feel like I'm more in tune with my camera. Okay. I don't necessarily feel more creative sometimes because sometimes it's hard it's hard when you've done every angle of your house you've done everything you could mm-hmm. and just things around there or like if you're inside the whole day it's all so hard to like <coughs> do something different thankfully recently you've started to do more video i did some video but you've been doing more i mean you've done more to the point where he you have a gimbal now you just got a mini gimbal mm-hmm. which is very nice so you've been doing more video content which i feel might push us to be to do more stuff yeah because it's just a different you know now let me ask you a question kurt this is like a serious question but in order for me to ask it i need to give you a little context so uh, i was having a conversation with gabby yesterday about us posting our content on instagram and kind of the question that we ask ourselves is are we posting it for the numbers because we think this is what people want to see and we just want to get the most likes or are we posting for the passion are we posting what we would truly genuinely want to post and kind of what people if people like it or not that's kind of secondary so that's the question i pose to you are you posting just to post or are you posting stuff you genuinely want to post and you get excited about? So I think the first hundred days, mm-hmm. well, we started missing. We missed. I missed once at like one twenty. You missed another time because of something. But the first hundred days, I feel like, I feel like yeah. Now we've been missing days, mm-hmm. but I feel like we did post. Because we thought this photo was nice, I don't. I think we did establish we didn't really do it for likes because one, the photos that we thought were, would get likes got the least likes. The ones that we thought were boring ended up getting more likes. So it was kind of like that really did not matter too much. Mm. But oh, I think, and before I forget, I do have a theory on why that is. But sorry, okay. going. Um, so after a while, like yeah, it's been like seventy days, what two months, like. Like, yeah, there has been, like, especially when there's, like, two weeks of you not doing anything, there's a slump, you know? And then you realize 
no, I'm not passionate in some of the photos that I'm posting. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we've been missing some days, this and that. Mm-hmm. But I do still feel proud that we have built some sort of discipline mm-hmm. in the terms that, like, let's say we miss a week. I feel like at the end of the week, you probably feel like shitty that we didn't do anything at all. Like, right. The third, like, yeah, three days after the third day, I'm just like, oh, I definitely should be posting something because I'm losing that discipline, you know? So I think, like, yeah, some of the photos we posted, like, yeah, I haven't been passionate about. We're just posting two posts. But I think we still, you know, I watch some YouTubers. I see people, they post content. I don't think it's the best. I think they're aware it's not the best, too, because one video could have 500,000 views. Then this video has, like, 30K views, you know, like. But I feel like in the back of their heads, they feel like they have to post just for the discipline, which hopefully in the future, like, yeah, we'll have some really nice work. But I think because of this challenge, we won't slack because then we really will feel like we're slacking if like Mm -hmm. two weeks go by and we don't do anything, you know. Fair. So my answer is, I mean, it's not really a yes or no question, but. Yeah, it's not. Oh, no, you you did answer it. No. What was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. What were you saying? Oh, you said a theory. That, but I was going to say something else. I was going to ask something else. Oh, right. Didn't you say at one point you wanted to do some photos or posts for the challenge? similar to what humans of new york does type of deal like portraits and like description uh, or like short little story or, or bio about the respective person didn't you see you want to do that at one point i think i, w- I did want to do that do you uh, still want to i think we're in a i would like to say we're more comfortable with our cameras now you know like, there's still stuff we need to learn mm-hmm. um but i feel like well, that, I guess that is another thing. Going out, going out there, and like being like, "Hey, can we do like a short story on you?" Kind of like journal, like this. This hits photojournalism, right? And I think that'd be cool to one get yourself out there to be more comfortable outside, mm-hmm. especially to a, I guess you could say, stranger, because mm-hmm. it's not like a planned thing. It's not like oh, they hired us to do a shoot, right? It's us reaching out to people to take a photo. And do like a little story, which I think would be cool to maybe sprout some new ideas or just a different field of, Mm -hmm. you know, just like how we're doing, you're doing video now. It's just something different. Yeah. I mean, on this topic, I have had an an idea that I want to do. And so I'll just briefly mention that. Mm -hmm. Um, So for video, I'm thinking doing something similar to that, but video format kind of maybe one minute, two minute uh, minutes of of uh, like the mariachi, like like member by member, like one minute video dedicated to a member and kind of me have like a short mini little script, ask them a question, how they feel about the music and then picture and pictures and like few second clips of them playing or something or singing. I feel like that that's that's something that's been on the t- on the top of my head recently. So I, I do think I want to do that um soon. I feel like uh, that'd be fun. And that'd be, a, that'd be a good project. 
mm-hmm. like mini project too because mm-hmm. i know you mentioned i think you did mention it's like oh what if we do like a mini one minute short film about something like a video like we focus on doing a video of something you know mm-hmm. and i mean that'd be a good start to yeah. especially something like that like from a video perspective yeah, it's I mean, type of marketing for the group too so that's that. true and then just to show what we we can do or what you can do but i think that's a great idea just mm. to get some ideas flowing i mean yeah like i mean hopefully with your gimbal you feel uh more like yeah you still have some stuff to learn but you feel more like empowered empowered you know do like stuff. i sold my not just my lens but my like mini dji camera so I could save money to buy a new lens, and hopefully a new lens empowers me to be more, not just creative, but see different perspectives, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like, like yeah, I spent half a year basically shooting on one lens, which after a while gets old. Mm-hmm. For instance, like, that shot I did, like, last Friday of the flower. Oh, I'm yeah, that was like, a nice one. I was like, oh, this looks really nice, but if I had a macro lens, this would have been amazing like it would have looked so much better you know mm-hmm. so part of me is just like i can i feel like equipment to a point does help you it, it enables it you enables you but at some point it's just like oh like like yeah you can't force a lens that doesn't do macro to do macro you cannot force you can't i can't just take a wide picture and crop all the way in and pretend it's a telephone it's not the same you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i feel like New equipment will enable me to not get better, but at least learn new perspectives. And I feel like new perspectives makes you better, you know. I'm not saying equipment makes you better. If I get the flagship Sony A1 right now, I'm not going to be better. Like, I don't think that will help me. Like, maybe get professional work, but I don't think it will make me better. It will just help me see a new perspective and maybe give you the type of confidence. To yeah, confidence. Pursuing work. Confidence, too. Um. Okay, so going back to what you said f- ten, five minutes ago about how when we post stuff that w- pictures that we genuinely think are great, amazing, and they end up being the lowest performing uh, posts, mm-hmm. I have a theory on that. And again, this goes back to a conversation I had with Gabby yesterday about us posting our passion projects or what what we like. So the way I am thinking about it, the way I think about it is. You know, we have, I have 500 something followers. You have like over a thousand. And as a whole, you know, we, we get pretty good interaction with our posts. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think as photographers, as creatives, I would, and I don't think anybody would, would really disagree. It's like we're creatives. We're, we composite, we, we, we frame images, we take pictures and it, you know, arguably it's an art it's you know it's our own unique work mm-hmm. and so when we're passionate about it uh and w- when we post it like i think we're refining our art where we're figuring out what type of creative we want to be and i think to our general followers it's so like like to them i think it's maybe like what is this this is kind of niche. This is kind of, this is really different from what they usually post. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we, it's like, you know, a lot of times we have the same people always liking and supporting us. And I think it's the, like, 
I think that that's kind of reminiscent of people that are famous today, like not like let's say just for argument's sake, somebody like Luis Miguel, like the famous Latin artist. It's like it's like or anybody that's famous today, you always hear stories, actors of like yeah, I used to get bullied. Man, this teacher once told me I wasn't going to amount to anything. It's like people in your immediate circle, people in your present life aren't really don't really dig what what work you're trying to go after. They're like, "Eh, like I don't see you doing that." Or eh. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you keep at it and you kind you're, you're kind of training this creative muscle and you keep at it, you're going to keep refining. You're going to keep getting so much better. And you're going to get people that love what you're doing along the way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the current people that currently follow us. So that's my mm-hmm. theory. Like, we're refining the art. And not everybody that follows us right now is going to dig it. But if we keep at it, people are going to we're gonna be getting people that love it along the way. So that's my theory. I think that's a good theory, too. Just touching on that theory, I also think what we deem as boring or what we aren't proud of could also fit more with what a mainstream photo could look like. Yeah, like trends, modern trends. Algorithm-wise, like... Well, obviously, like, something... Obviously, these the photo I posted for, like, International Women's Day, right? Mm-hmm. There were obviously two photos I took a while ago. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I posted, but I could be <laughs> cheating, right? Wait, yeah. The second photo, I didn't even take that shit. That was in Japan. That was just my picture of my mom. Like, <laughs> my mom's family friend took, you know, like... Wait, before I forget, <laughs> really good photos. But why is one of the best photos you have of Christy, why do you have a freaking sandwich in front of her face? <laughs> I realize that's actually so funny. I realized that. I'm just like, this photo is so high quality. It's such a good photo. It's so I'm nice. Co- I'm covering her with the freaking burger. <laughs> you, got, you got a big ass burger in front of her. <laughs> like, you, you can still see the majority of her face. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wow, that's one of the. Best picture that I've seen Kurt take of Christy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so high quality, dude. I'm just like, that was a really good picture. <laughs> um, and clearly, people liked it. I mean, people liked it. your caption like that. I think was your best performing post from this challenge. Yes, I got 70 likes. Yeah. Which is from the average of anywhere to 8 to 22 likes. Like, 70 is a lot, you know? Yeah. And I think that's because... I don't know if algorithm boosted it or like, I don't know. Obviously, algorithm and AI has something to do with what posts do do well. Yeah. Um, but just touching on that theory, like, I mean, I'm not saying that's a basic post, but maybe because that is a trending post. It said International Women's Day, and it was a fairly simple post. You know, maybe that's why it got more likes and it got pushed up more, as opposed to, I mean. I posted freaking Great Park Farmer's Market, the orange balloon in the sky with the caption with just an orange. Yeah, I deserve 12 likes. I didn't do <laughs> shit. I didn't tag anyone. I didn't do anything. So, like, I don't expect people to like it, you know? But who knows how our photos pop up because I noticed sometimes someone likes our photo from, like, three, four days ago. I don't know if you've seen that. Wait, wait, say that again, sorry? I don't know if you've seen, like, someone likes a photo, but it's not your recent photo. It's, like, two days ago. Well, that happens to me on my timeline, on my feed on Instagram. I'm liking posts, and then I see, yeah, uh, like, why was this recommended to me? This was posted. Yeah, like, wow. w- w- Yeah. 
real quick though um you saying like yeah i deserve 12 likes for that ha 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 but like think about it dude it, p- picture this you show this image and it's like 12 people liking it is it like think of the equivalent you're in the room with 12 people and they're like nice picture man <laughs> 12 people <laughs> in one room like oh. hey i really liked your picture or, nice picture well, they liked like, it they liked it like when you put it that way it's like 12 people's a that's damn good people. amount <laughs> that's it. no if you do, yeah then if you think about 70 people in the room just like hey hey, hey. that's <laughs> like that's like so many people yeah. like yo yo i'm not that's a lot of people <laughs> hey 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 <laughs> hey back off back <laughs> so i think it, it, we're touching on the, on a lot of subjects here but i think our our uh, infatuation with numbers 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 is a whole another thing to talk about and unfortunately we don't have the time for that. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, we can go on and on about our challenge. You know, like I feel like overall, I mean, at least for me, I mean, yeah, like Chrissy said it too. Like I don't know if you said with Gabby too. Like at least for me, I don't. I mean, she said, and I also kind of see like, yeah, I don't have necessarily a style yet. I don't have a style. Like no one can be like, hey, you have a style, right? No, clearly not. You can't look at my Instagram feed and say I have a style. Like maybe yeah, I'm more like cinematic, cinematic, um, like editing wise, like those colors. But even so, they're not really consistent with, you know, like the photographers that even mid to like mid semi professional, like they have their own look because of like maybe a LUT or maybe sorry, a LUT is a basically a filter for video or like a what do you call it a preset like a certain filter for your photo like it's more consistent and i feel like you find your style and then you consistently edit it Mm -hmm. where people are like oh they edit it like that like i admit i don't really have a style yet but at the same time just like i feel like i still have a lot more to explore to see Mm -hmm. like like don't get me wrong like well i wish i took more photos but because it was when i went to joshua trio's our anniversary me and christie's yeah but like people post photos of joshua tree the astrophotography the Mm -hmm. landscapes and stuff like Mm -hmm. some people's personality is just that shit like outdoor like photos edited in a certain way you know what i mean and i mean at the end of the day more power to them people should post what they want to post Mm -hmm. but i think what you were trying to or my interpretation of what you're trying to get at is that's probably not what you want to do and i think that's more of what we're exploring we know what we don't want to do and we're getting a better idea of what we do want to do yeah and and i mean we still haven't i mean yeah think about it we still haven't like there's so many different perspectives to taking a photo like yeah if we had all the lens we could explore everything yeah you know and if we traveled a lot we can explore everything you know we can also do you can only do so much when you don't go out like to travel like yeah like once you're a professional of course they have content they have money to travel Mm -hmm. because if they lived in like la it would get boring after a while right so i feel like like yeah i i mean i do want to find a style soon in terms of like what I want to be consistent with. But at the same time, like, you know, I am still exploring. But I do see from, like, what Christy was saying, like, the perspective of if you want to go professional, people 
are curious of what your style is, you know. I feel like if I were to give them a portfolio or my website, I want to at least have like 20 photos where they kind of have a style. Because right now, if I show them my Instagram, they're going to be like, so what do you do? <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't think our challenge is very emblematic, very <laughs> a good a good example of a portfolio. Yeah. No. It's, it's a mishmash. Yeah. But yeah, I lost my train of thought. Go on. <laughs> you know, I'll just pointing out like we're still exploring trying to find our own style you know but i mean yeah eventually like something will be like oh this is real this is what i really want to do you know yeah oh yeah i was gonna say um for yeah professional work like professional professional work people are gonna hire you because of your style not just because you have a good camera yeah um but for like amateurish work or just friend hitting you up and like hey like I like your photos, man. Like, I think at that point, that's that that's still a thing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no law saying we ha- we have to have a style, but yeah, for pro level work, like, yeah, we have to have something to kind of distinguish us. By. Eventually, which maybe that just means we have to get more work to develop that because right now, like I I think we've mentioned, like yeah, we're in uh, we're under a pressure of like. Yeah, we should be posting content, but we're not under like a professional like pressure where we have to get you know mm-hmm. certain things out, which did show like last year. Like I'm wearing the shirt. It's been a year, almost not a year, but like nine months since we did we did like the car photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, we kind of had to stay consistent with a certain style. Yep. Of what to push out because we couldn't just do random things. Yeah, you know, or else they'd be like, "What is this?" You know, like we can't post five mishmash, which mishmash photos. So, hopefully, we get some random work on the side. You know, being consistent means at some point we'll get work. Like we'll get something. Something will come up, and putting ourselves out there, manifesting that. Exactly. Great, great insights, Kurt. And just overall, this whole episode has been a very big brain episode. So, very big brain. We should give our, we should give ourselves a pat on the back. Nice. Kurt just hit himself on, um, hit himself with the mic. Ow. Anyways, guys, we are very closely approaching the, the hour mark. Um, so we love you guys very much. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Any parting words for our listeners, Kurt? Um, I love you. Nice. Well, guys, Kurt loves every single one of you. Bye. See ya. Wouldn't wanna be ya.